is weird. Hello and welcome, everybody, to the strangest episode we're going to have so far of Teenage Dirtbag Podcast. We are a podcast that rates and reviews teen movies over the internet. <laughs> yeah, we're techies now. I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. And hopefully this, you know, it's, there's a good response time between us. And there's not many lags or anything because for the first time ever, Carly and I are recording from different not only households but different cities i know it's actually it's actually very cool but it's also sad because i can't see you i know we can't see each other (laughs) (laughs) i mean quite literally i'm staring at a screen an orange screen and i just see your little email address there and it just says that we're talking (laughs) you're just staring at my email address I, know. I wish I could change the background to be like a picture of your face or something. I know, there's got to be a way. But we'll figure that out. Yeah, this might be the new normal for a few weeks because of the quarantine. I uh, have been living with my parents for two weeks now. So oh my God. It's, been, it's been good, but it's scary out there. It's super scary. This world, I mean, this episode will be coming out on April 2nd. And the last episode we released, we were, I mean, granted, we had recorded it a couple days before, but we were still very unsure. We weren't in a full lockdown yet. We weren't, um, I was still working normal at work. (laughs) I was going in work. Um, And then all has changed. Yeah. I don't even know know where I am anymore. (laughs) I know. So wait, how have you been though? I haven't really talked to you much in the last like, well, I talked to you pretty recently, but <laughs> how are you in terms of like, are you bored? Are you anxious? Are you getting along with your husband? There's a lot of, there's actually quite a few stories I have. Okay. Um, in, in the sense that, so last night, um, I, I've been very, I've been fine. This coronavirus has, I've been very lucky as it has not directly affected me like the sickness i'm saying the ill the the illness itself like of course we're affected by staying home and stuff but i mean i have not been scared for my health as of yet um good and la and i haven't i don't believe i put anyone else in danger i've been very careful however last night in the middle of the night um at about three four in the morning uh i woke up and i had a shortness of breath randomly mm-hmm. and that's one of at least to me one of my biggest fears not my biggest fears but the biggest um i feel most uncomfortable when i'm not able to breathe i mean i'm sure a lot of people feel the same way but when i don't have a breath it makes me feel very uncomfortable and it puts me into a panic attack so i then had a panic attack at four in the morning oh no um, thinking that the breath meant i had the coronavirus so then i went into a deeper panic attack thinking oh no i have the coronavirus Mm -hmm. what am i gonna do um, I'm going to have to, you know, not see my husband now and, and he's going to not be able to go out because he's now affected because he, you know, anyway, I'm completely fine. And I have, I mean, at least no knowledge of any symptoms. I don't think I have it, but it was just one of those things at four in the morning where you feel a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, it, this is a scary world. It's definitely scary. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, it is my, have you been, Sorry, this is going to be, this is so hard to not talk over each other. Um, I know. Have you been feeling any kind of anxieties toward it? 
Well, I feel pretty good, but my parents watch the news every morning. Justin Trudeau, like, does a spiel every morning at, like, 11 or 12 or something. And so I'm up to date on stuff, which I don't know is always a good thing, because it's just basically saying how bad things are in New York and, like, things are getting bad in Bob Cajun, which is close to Peterborough and stuff like that. But try to keep hopeful, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, there's, I was saying to somebody the other day where, and I'm going to speak for you for this as well, um, where we're pretty lucky in the sense that like, we've mentioned this before, where we're both homebodies. We enjoy being home. We also are both in scenarios where we have people around us that yes. we are quarantined with. And we also have dogs to be taken care of. Yes. Um, so we have like something to kind of distract us. So we do have, we are very lucky in a lot of mental, like sanity sense. I know. I I feel so, I feel so bad for people that live alone. I'm like, oh, that must get so lonely and boring. It would be, yeah, it would be very difficult. Although, I mean, I know a lot of people who are thriving in it, which is great. Um, but you know, I just, I, I, it would be very difficult and I hope that things like this our episodes at least keep some of those people comfort um and give them something to kind of laugh about because (laughs) it's crazy i agree i hope that people look forward to our episodes and yeah i mean it's hard not to like bring it up but we also don't want to like remind people (laughs) yeah well i i have a funny story sort of um, not coronavirus related. Go on. Okay, so let's move on from the coronavirus. So everyone, I hope you're staying safe and sane, but let's move on. Um, I, so I, well, it's actually sort of coronavirus related now that I think about it. Great. But because we're in quarantine, I'm trying to go through things, right? I'm trying to go through everything we own. And a lot of things I'm either donating or I'm, hold you know putting aside for a garage sale one day in the future but there's some things that i don't want to get rid of through those uh vessels i want to sell them for a bit more money they're worth a bit more so um we had this cutlery set that you were part of whatever you like were here during it it's like a i got it from winners it's like a copper plated stainless steel cutlery set and yes. it sucks and i hate it i i um, personally did not use them because i was yeah, afraid I of them <laughs> yeah we didn't, we didn't like them we we used them quite a bit like mike and i used them quite a bit and then it just got to the point where they they got worn in so bad and I, you know what i was like i'm done so anyway i went to sell them online for like a pretty good price i think and people were interested and someone got back to me and they're like i'm interested when can I pick them up? This was two days ago. And I'm yeah. like, and they're like, can I pay you this much cheaper or whatever? I'm like, fine. So they, they say, okay, I'm going to come on Monday morning at nine in the morning to come yeah. get them. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's a little early for the day, but okay. I'm starting work anyway from home. Fine. So I get up extra early so that I can look presentable for this stranger to come over to like, we were going to do a safe transfer. I was going to leave it far away. They were going to, you know, whatever. Anyway, they don't show up. 
And they email me they're like, sorry, I slept in. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, I'm going to come at lunch. Fine. Don't show up. Oh okay. no. Then, then last night they say, sorry, I was at work. I'm going to come Tuesday at nine in the morning. I said, okay, that's fine. But I have a meeting, which is true. I have a work meeting every morning. I'm like, I can't, you can't keep doing this. Yeah. I can't do it at nine. Come after. Oh, well, I can't. Okay, fine. Come at lunch. Fine. So they're like, I'm going to come at lunch. Yeah. Then lunch comes and goes. And I'm like texting them. And I'm like, hi, are you still coming? Yeah, my lunch is at four. Oh, okay. my God. Oh. So four comes around. So four comes around. I'm being very patient, I think, at this point. Four comes around. Nothing. Now I have to go do something. I have to go out for a minute. I'm obviously not going to expose myself, but I just had to go out to give something to someone, whatever. And um, I go, okay, my husband's home, but I will not be home. So if you're here, you know, whatever. No answer. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll be there between 4.30 and 5. Okay, well, I won't be here, I said. But my husband will be here. Fine. 5 o'clock comes around. I'm now back from my run, my like route that I had to do. They're not here. Okay, uh, I'm leaving work now. And I'm like, oh my God. Then they, I'm like, okay, how long does it say it's going to be? 30 minutes. So they're saying it's going to be 5.30 now. Okay. I'm like, okay. 5.30 comes around. I say, hey, what's your ETA? 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God. Anyway, they show up. They they, they don't bring cash. They want to do e-transfer. So I have to sit there and wait for them, put the e-transfer through. Then I give them to them. They drive away. They text me again and they go, these aren't real copper. And I was no. like, I didn't say they were. I did not say they were real copper. I said they were steel copper plated. Oh, Carly, I can't. I don't even know if the story is worth it, but literally it was exhausting. It was two days of this back and forth with this person. So wait, how much did you get for it? And did they want to return it? They haven't gotten back to me about returning it. And I got $60. Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good, but I I paid a hundred. So, okay. like, I mean, I'm not saying like they they didn't pay me full price or anything, which is fine. I didn't expect them to. Um, I wasn't even trying to sell them for that much. I was trying to sell them for eighty dollars or something. Right. Um, it was just like the amount of back and forth. I literally missed work meetings or or delayed work meetings for this person to stop by. Right. I couldn't believe it. And then they had the audacity to go. Oh, uh, this isn't real copper. It's also like a weird time. It's like a weird climate right now to be buying someone else's like used cutlery. <laughs> it is. It, you know what? You're right. And I thought about that, but I also realized like we've been, we've had those packed up for a long time. Yeah. Not that they know that, I, but we've had those packed up for like months. So they haven't been in use during the coronavirus or anything. One time I tried to sell my phone, like an old Blackberry, and the person asked me to meet them at this high school, like very, not very far, but like across the city at like this very specific place. And I drove there and I waited there for like two hours and they never showed. <laughs> I was just like sitting on the curb, just like, what's your oh ETA? And the, did they ever answer or anything? They never answered. So I just waited and waited. No, I have no <sighs> idea. But it actually serves me right. I think it's karma because one time I sold season one and two of Grey's Anatomy to somebody and one of the discs was missing. <laughs> 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 so, you know. 
Yeah, that's hilarious. I've, I've always felt bad about that because I'm like, oh, they're because before streaming, they are probably like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, especially for Grey's Anatomy, where like the most insane things are happening all the time. Anyways, uh, shall we uh, anyway. get into our film, or do you have more to preface? Nope. Um, I had another story, but I can't remember what it is now. So I that's that's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> I miss you guys, and I miss Harvey, and. We miss you. I, we miss Lemon. We miss. Oh, you know she's good. She's crazy. She's good, and it makes me kind of sad because I'm like, this is such a prime time to have like movie marathons. But yeah. well, I guess we did have a marathon the other day. We watched Titanic together online. That's right. Oh, that's something we could preface really quickly. Um, that was fun. We are. That was so fun. So Carly and I watched um, Titanic over Netflix party. They are not a sponsor, but we uh, basically it's a uh, an extension for your Chrome, your your um, what am I trying to say? What's it called? Internet browser, and you get to watch a movie on Netflix like together, where one person's controlling the pausing and starting, whatever. And there's a chat on the side, and so we watch Titanic together. Obviously, we literally <laughs> and, watched um, it from beginning to end. I actually I did not think we would finish it. I was like, you're gonna either. T- message me and say like i gotta go at like the halfway mark or i'm gonna be like oh i have to but you know what we we just watched three and a half hours (laughs) we literally did it was awesome and so along with that hopefully we'll continue doing that if a movie that we're watching for the podcast is on netflix but next week's episode which we won't get into just yet was a Netflix party that I watched with some of the listeners. I guess we can talk about that at the end of the episode. But my point is, is hopefully in future, we'll be able to use Netflix party with you guys and listen or watch movies together and, and get to chat about them and stuff. It's really fun. Yeah, I know. It was really fun. I was just going on and on about all my Titanic facts. And I was trying to quote the movie while it was going. I, truly, like I knew you were a big fan. Obviously, anyone who listens to this knows you're a huge Leo fan. You love Titanic. Anyone who knows you all knows that. All that I have known you for quite a few years now, and I knew that. But watching it with you is a different experience. <laughs> I mean, granted, it over the inter- over the internet, but like you were throwing out exactly that. You were throwing out quotes. Before they happen, you're throwing out trivia. You were like, this is what actually, what the filming was like, or this is what actually on the Titanic, this happened in the, what <laughs> <laughs> James Cameron? It's like I watched it with James Cameron. <laughs> I wanted it to be an experience for you. It was. It certainly <laughs> was. It was fantastic. I also asked you if you would ever let Mike sketch you in the nude, and you said no. No, I wouldn't let, you couldn't, no one could pay me enough money to let that happen. <laughs> what if I sketched you? okay can you just think about that for one second (laughs) how how awkward would that be (laughs) what you sketching me i know i thought you said the opposite (laughs) well either or oh that's good any of them would be awkward (laughs) i'm just thinking about me just lying on the couch nude and you're just sketching me silently Um, Okay, I'm going to read the facts because we've already been 17 minutes in and we haven't talked about the movie. Okay, let's go. Okay. Have we even said what movie it is yet? No. Okay. (laughs) This week's movie is Napoleon Dynamite. And 
Uh, it premiered August 27th, 2004. It's rated PG. Um, it's written and directed by Jared Hess. And there's another writer on it, Jerusha Hess, which I think might be his wife. Um, it's starring John Heater. Is it Heater or Header? I have no idea. Oh, I thought you would know that. Um, John Dries. I think it's Heater, but okay. I don't know. Efren Ramirez. Tina Majorino and Haley Duff. Um, yes. The log line is uh, a listless and alienated teenager decides to help his new friend win the class presidency in their small Western high school while he must deal with his bizarre family life back home. Okay, I accept that. I have a few pieces of trivia to start us off. Okay. Number one, John Heater was 26 when he filmed the title role of Napoleon Dynamite. And he was only paid $1,000. Okay. Uh, This is based off of Jared, the director, and John Heater's short film that they made. And uh, John Heater and Jared Hess, the director, and a bunch, like most of the cast and crew, are all Mormon. So that's why there's um, no foul language or alcohol or sexual jokes. Whoa! I did not know they were Mormon. That's interesting. I, know, I thought that was interesting. And then the last, mm-hmm. the last piece of trivia is that this movie was made for $400,000, which is not very much money, and then it made $46 million. This movie exploded. Oh my gosh. I mean, boys in my high school quoted this movie for the next three years like it was just outrageous minimum, minimum. so what, what what what's your memory of, of this movie coming out and watching it or whatever okay well i have seen it before and mm-hmm. it was so this came out in august 2004 i saw it for the first time on new year's eve 2004 myself and my friend christy rented it and i remember specifically uh the two of us thought we were being so scandalous because we were drinking Baileys and watching Napoleon Dynamite with our Baileys. <laughs> and uh, knowing us, we probably loved it because it's super weird. And uh, we loved that kind of thing back in the day. Like, we loved um, the movie Kung Pao. Or was it Kung Pao? Yeah, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's my first memory of it. What about you? I don't, shockingly, I do not remember the first time I watched it, but I know it became my obsession because I, I truly don't think I could think of a time in high school where we did not use all these quotes. 2004, I would have been in grade 10, I think. Yeah. Grade 10. So this was my first year of high school because my high school was weird. We did 10, 11, 12. Um, and it was our, like it just constant, absolutely constant. I quoting rather, and I, in my notes, I'll fast forward a little bit to my notes where I had a shirt, a Liger shirt. Of course, you did. <laughs> and, um, it was a, a baby blue shirt with a Liger drawn onto it, and I remember so clearly buying this online, which was a big deal yeah. in two thousand. 
and it came in and I, I ordered it along with some checkered vans, black and white checkered vans, but they were not the classic ones. They were like warped kind of like they were, um, yeah, I don't know what what the word is. Curvy kind of. And they came in on the same delivery and I wore them to my, the taste of chaos concert that I went to that night, (laughs) which I would have been at, which you probably were at. Right. We talked about that. Um, Anyway, my point is I had this Liger shirt. In fact, I mean, I, I know I always say this. It's possible that it's in our basement, in the crawl space somewhere. I could maybe find it because I seriously doubt that I got rid of it because I like this movie was fantastic. I had a uh, Napoleon Dynamite action figure, which is still in the original wrapping. No way! Yep, I did not take it out and I found it recently in a box and it is still in. The package. Oh, you gotta post it. Um, oh, 100%. I, d- I don't know. And it wasn't that I didn't love it because I loved it. It was one of those things where I thought, I'm going to keep this in pristine condition to sell it for millions of dollars. Well, I, I bet you it's worth a dollar. <laughs> you never know. I don't know. It's a cult classic, so you never know. Yeah. Anyway, point is, I loved this movie so much. I loved it too. I mean, everyone kind of loved it. It was just, it just exploded, especially with teenagers, obviously. Like, everyone was talking about the Liger. Everyone's talking about Tina. Everyone's talking about, um, you know, the line, everyone's quoting the line about, like, are you drinking 1% because you think you're fat? Like, everyone just quoted it daily, every (laughs) moment of every day. And it started to get very, like, it started to just become not funny because it was just the quotes were over just so overused. You know what I mean? Like it just started to be like, okay, oh, wow. we get it. Like we've all seen the movie. <laughs> I mean, I still think I think it really, truly to us was always funny. Like even if people did it a thousand times, we just I don't know. We, I don't everyone know. in our school. I feel like <clears throat> I would hear boys just be like, can I have some chapstick? And I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. like again with the Napoleon Dynamite. Like, <laughs> I got to a point where I was like, so sick of hearing about hearing the quotes from this movie. But with that being yeah. said, I did love it. And the boy I had a crush on loved this movie. So I tried to like quote it around him. Um, So, you know, that's me. Just so you know, just so you know, I just looked up the action figure thing. Yeah. Um quickly online to see if i could find anything and on ebay it is 31 dollars with 20 dollars shipping so i could get 50 dollars <laughs> wow <laughs> well you might as well get that call that lady up that doesn't want your gallery oh my god she's like this is not this is not what you advertise <laughs> she's like i'll be there in at least four weeks sometime between now and four weeks uh, my first note is to set up this movie. There's a cool opening sequence, opening credit sequence, which is it shows like different plates of food. I don't know. It's very quirky and weird. I like. I it. wrote the same thing. And I like the song that plays over it. It's that. Uh, it's that friend song. It's like, what is that? How does it go? Now I forget. It's like Jack White, and it's like I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I oh, love yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a fun song. It was sort of Juno in a way, yes, um, like yes. in the indie opening. It was a very similar opening credits to Juno in my mind. Um, I agree. But that's my first note that I loved the opening credits and that the condiments. So on the plates or whatever the series of food and stuff, um, out of condiments 
is written the person's name. And I wrote, these are, this is written beautifully. Yeah. Contracts are very hard to write with. And whoever did this did it very well. Also, this is such a random fact, but every meal that you see in the opening title sequence, at some point in the movie, one of the main characters is eating that. (laughs) I love it. I know, it's so random. I love that. Do you want to set up what this movie's like kind of about for those people that don't know? Uh, sure. (laughs) I'll try. It is, I mean, so one thing that I remember about this movie growing up was, I don't know, I know you said it was very um, low budget and it was, you know, I think you said something about a short film. What did you say with the trivia? Yeah, like the director, John Heater, uh, made a short film that was like the same concept, but shorter. (laughs) So that was, there was some version of that being told. Um, where, cause there wasn't really IMDb trivia at the time necessarily. Right. So you didn't really know things, but someone had said that this was, I think it was going around that this, this was a student film and had now become huge. So I was like, oh, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Obviously I can't and did not, but, um, <laughs> that was in my mind. And that's something that is kind of the consistency of, or not consistency, um, it goes through this movie like it's kind of indie weird it's, it follows this guy napoleon dynamite who is like it said in the um log line an outcast of sorts and his weird little family his brother kip his grandmother his uncle rico i think his name is yeah. um and napoleon is going to school and he's just like kind of this weird guy and it's just him ma- making friends with deb and pedro um sort of and there's like a dance like they go to a school dance yeah. at one, it's just kind of nothing really happens nothing happens it's just the yeah. daily events of napoleon dynamite for four days or whatever the heck it's over yeah um, i mean the log the log line emphasizes that like napoleon napoleon's uh what am i trying to say napoleon is trying to help pedro win the presidency but i feel like that's just like that's not even like a huge plot point it's like it's like a plot point but it's not like the whole point of the movie. <laughs> I think it's a large plot point just because of the um, huge effect that Vote for Pedro had in daily life after this. Like, yes. If you say one thing that I think of of this movie before having rewatched it, it would have been the Vote for Pedro right. like, t-shirt. So I think yeah. that it is, like, that has to be emphasized because that's something that really stuck. Like, everyone had those dang Vote for Pedro shirts. In fact, yeah. I had one. <laughs> but it was um it was for an actual election of some sort in our area, like a um counselor of the area of our school. His kid went to our school and so I guess the kid's idea was, hey, let's make sure to say vote for Jason or whatever his name is, but it looked exactly like the vote for Pedro shirt and it went huge. Oh. We had this stupid vote for Jason shirt. Because it That's looked hilarious. like the shirt. That's smart. I thought you were going to say that a kid or a guy in your grade, his name was Pedro, and he just so happened to want to run for the class presidency. It's like, that's perfect timing. That would be, that would have been amazing, but no, that did not happen, unfortunately. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah. Then, so that's, that's why I think it's a big plot point, because of the effect it had in real life. Yeah, and then or, Napoleon also seems to have a little bit of a crush on, what's what's your name? The side ponytail yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. Dead, Dead, right. Yeah. Um. So that's sort of another point. 
because she ends up knocking on his door to she's trying to sell her bracelets to him and then he like <laughs> someone yells through the window kip yells through the window your mom goes to college and then she runs away because she's upset so that's like our introduction to her um and so it, it i got a little bit nostalgic during well two things i got nostalgic for one uh when Deb is selling her bracelets, I used to make bracelets big time as a kid oh, yeah. and like as a teenager as well. And I used to think like, oh, maybe I could start selling these. And like, you know, I'm always like thinking about how I can sell things. <laughs> and uh, the other thing I was nostalgic for is how, like, I think that the movie is set in like the 80s, like early 90s. It's hard to really tell. But um, I love back in the day when a family household only had one computer. And it was always just randomly in the living room. Yes. Everyone's just like around and like eating and like, but you're just like trying to focus on like your MSN conversation. I was like, oh, those are the days. Yeah, that was really good. And I also noticed that their house was, I mean, it looked nothing like a house that I grew up in or that anyone I know grew up in, but there was something very relatable to it. Like it was so, there was like wooden cupboards. And it just was very, I can't explain it. It was, it, I think in fact, so it, it looked like it was actually someone's apartment or someone's house. And I think it actually was, I think I read somewhere that it was the director's house or something. Okay. Wow. Something like a house. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't the house, but somewhere that they shot that was actually where the department, where the director lived. Um, And that made me, I was, well, that's why all these things look so realistic because someone was actually living there and, and that was actually a school or whatever. Even the school looked out of all of the movies we've seen, that was the school that I could most relate. Like that, the physical look of the school was most similar to where I went to school. Oh, interesting. Like the I brick would... oh, like okay. wall. It looked yeah. like our school more than yeah. 10 things I hate about you or something. As I was watching it this time through, I was like, it was very hard for me to find what I found so funny. Like, I know that they did it. They nailed it. And at the time, we all thought it was so freaking funny. But like everything about Napoleon pissed me off this time around. Yeah. He like monotone. He reminds me very much of somebody that I went to school with who tries hard not to care but right. does it and make like they care even more and so i just was very off put by him <laughs> and everyone That's- i think the loser, pedro's annoying deb's stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that though about napoleon because i wrote down something that i think the reason why this movie did so well is that we all went to school with someone like napoleon like yeah. someone who's just so awkward and nerdy and like a super into like magical creatures and like those magic cards and like dungeons and dragons like what is it magic the gathering or whatever just someone who like that their social skills are just like they don't realize how strange they actually are acting (laughs) oh totally he was very i mean the fact that he was 26 wasn't necessarily what i mean and the look of him wasn't but the the way that he was for sure um his personality was similar i mean he's he's basically dwight yeah, I guess so. <laughs> which, which, truthfully, in the office, like Dwight, this is very controversial. But Dwight is probably like my least favorite character. I just don't 
really find him funny. So okay, hold right, on, that's hold why on. I know, I know, I know. I mean, for me, the show is Michael. Sure, fine. Have you watched? So it's funny that you're bringing this up because Mike and I, my Mike, not Michael Scott, and I yes. just went the Office, like I think two days ago. Um, we finished the finish whole it? series. Yeah. Yeah, I love the final episode. Oh my god, I sat there and cried. It's so good. Um, but anyway, what, I, what I'm saying is that by the end, Dwight is... I love Dwight by the end. Okay. Maybe <laughs> if I had a story about Napoleon by the end, I would find him endearing. Sorry, this is not the Office podcast. There is a podcast about ours. Um, so we'll, we don't have to go on about the Office. But but it's also like, anyway. I just don't... I don't really love characters who aren't super realistic, even though I know it's a TV show. Like, I don't really like Joey from Friends, because I'm just like, no sure. one's that dumb. Like, if you're actually that dumb, no. like, there's something wrong. So, <laughs> anyways, that's my, my no, side. I can, I, I can see what you're saying, for sure. There's something, yeah, there's nothing relatable about Napoleon, and it wasn't, um, yeah. Anyway, there it was. There wasn't anything to relate to him with, and there was. I didn't find anything to relate any character, really. Did you find any character to relate to at all? Uh, no, I don't Haley think Duff. so. Haley Duff is who? Haley Duff. Haley Duff. I loved the grandma. <laughs> the grandma was so. She was only in it for two seconds, but I loved it. You know who my favorite character was? Tell me. Starla. <laughs> Starla is the like beefy guy's wife who's like a bodybuilder. Yes, yes, yes. Also, the name Starla. Like, I know, it's perfect. <laughs> what a name. Starla. Who thinks that? I don't know, but it was perfect. It's a pretty good did one. You like, she, did it you like funny? Did you like any of the characters? The what's her name? Uh Summer, by Haley Duff, and Trisha, or Trish, whatever her name is, were possibly the, the best ones. Um, I related to them the most, so which may, means I like them the most, because I generally like the characters I relate to. I like that the popular girl, which is Summer, Haley Duff, I like that they showed that she's working at a grocery store. So I feel like that's very realistic, and a lot of like teen movies, like the popular girl has a job at like, Lululemon, but like in my yeah. high school, like everyone had a job with the grocery store. Oh, yeah. oh my god! So it's so funny. I never, ever, ever knew anyone who worked at a grocery store until I went to university. Really? I met everybody who, like, they all worked at grocery stores in their small towns or whatever. Just what? I don't know. It what? At least I'm sure it's a thing. Maybe I just didn't know about it. I don't know. But no one I knew worked at a grocery store. Literally, everyone either worked at Sobeys or the Independent. <laughs> I just went outside the. The box by going to Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> right. Honestly, like I'm gonna sound so um, whatever right now is privileged right now. It's not that people. I'm sure a lot of people had jobs, but a lot of people I know had jobs that were either like working at camp over the summer or babysitting. Like it wasn't we they didn't really have like scheduled nine to five not nine to five, obviously. Um like after school work. Right. Oh, yeah, you've said that before. 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I mean, that's not. Maybe that's not true. But at least from what I can recall, not a lot of people had like after school. Oh, I have to go to my shift. If that makes. That's sense. interesting. Just because, like, I just don't know how. Like, you go to the movie theater. You go and buy clothes. Like, you just have to ask your parents every time you want to do something. Give the give you money. Well, no, they had, but they had different kinds of, like, they had, um, they had, like, babysitting and stuff. stuff. So there were small I jobs. I see, I see. Summer jobs were really big. And then we wouldn't do anything over the summer because you're at camp and you would save all that right. money and use it throughout the school year. I don't know. Maybe I sound probably very ignorant. I'm trying to think. No, I mean, like, if you didn't, if you didn't experience that, then you're not ignorant. It's just your experience. Anyway. I wanted to ask. I mean, you- oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I don't have like a ton more notes. I was going to talk about his big dance at the end, but you say okay. what you're going to say. I was just going to ask about um, because so Napoleon's older brother Kip is dating yeah uh, a girl online. Yes, and he is catfish because well, not in a bad way, I guess. But he read, originally said to somebody, "Oh yeah, she's a blonde, um, a blonde bombshell," and he is not when they meet. Right. But they still fall in love and whatever, and that move that's great. But I wanted to talk about online relationships because we've talked about this briefly. Um, we've, I mean, it's been a, a reoccurring conversation, sort of. But it just this one in particular really brought me back because you would like talk to somebody and not see a picture of them in our day what do you mean well like you would see maybe like their one myspace photo but like oh i see like you didn't see you didn't have video chat maybe you have a webcam but it was a horrible quality um so you wouldn't couldn't really see what they looked like but like there i didn't have a relationship online i should clarify but i definitely had like guys who i would talk to who i was interested in and like oh yeah MySpace guys. <laughs> oh yeah, but there was like there was a guy. I if I've told about, spoken about him before, but our school was directly beside, like one notch under being attached to another school, and the school was a French school. And right. We often had not many things, but there were some things that were combined. Like we had to go to their school plays every year for like marking and whatever we would get credit to go to their school play in french and blah blah blah. um anyway one of them i met on myspace and i don't think we ever met in person which is funny because we literally went to school beside each other every single day for three years but it was one of those things where i was like i had this total um what's the word like unrealistic like um fantasy well fantasy is a little much but yeah of this conversation friendship whatever that we had and i was like oh my god i'm gonna be dating a guy from the school next door we never ever met and yeah. it was never considered dating but it was just one of those things that i had this like you're right fantasy of it um and we talked a lot and i'm pretty sure i like saw him on a dating app a couple years later when i lived in my apartment and he messaged me, he's like, oh my god, do you remember me? And I was like, nope, I <laughs> closed it. Why? I was, I was, it was, it was not, he was, it was, mm, he didn't grow up much past high school, I don't think. Well, you remember my online experience. I chatted with someone from MySpace. 
and then he asked to see my bum on webcam. <laughs> and then I didn't want to show my full bum, so I just showed him the top of my crack. <laughs> oh my god. I forgot about that. Fantastic. Oh, uh, and it, I know the things you do is so stupid. Like, I look back on that and I'm like, that guy was so creepy, but I was like, he's so cool. His hair goes over his one eye. <laughs> I have I have this memory of um, when there was webcam days. There was this guy who, when I think he must have been two years older, and I think he was there for like an extra year. Like he did a victory lap when he graduated, so he was there like longer yeah. than, me, than normal or whatever. And I remember that I would, I thought, oh, I have an older friend. Like, this is great. And we would chat all the time. And I have this kind of weird and not full, like, developed memory of him. I think my friend Kat was over, maybe. Anyway, and he was webcamming with us. And we had those, like, we've talked about those big, giant circle webcams that, like, clipped onto the top yeah. of the computer or whatever. And yeah. he was like, oh, like, you guys should dance for me. And we were like, okay. And we just, like, jumped around, like, being idiots. And he's like, no, like, <laughs> like actually dance. And we're like, what? Is, what are you talking about? <laughs> stupid, like... He wants you two to, like, grind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't... I hope that's not some... I hope it's a real memory and I'm not just making that up because that would be even weirder. But anyway, it was... uh teenage boys suck man they're gross <laughs> i know i feel like they're like especially gross like 14 15 oh it's nasty with the little mustaches that don't grow <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> God. um i know it's like those t- those days were so they're so strange but they were so great <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm nostalgic for them, and I t- say how much I hate them, and they were disgusting. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. I know, but they were also like dangerous. Like, I feel like people you didn't even know on MSN would be like, "Come meet me at the park." And you'd be oh, like, "Okay." Literally, like the yeah, no, for sure. It was it was definitely um, very stupid. Some of the things that I would do for people I met, agreed, and stuff. But anyway. Um, I agree. So tell Be me, careful out there, kids. <laughs> tell me about this dance that you were you were going to talk about. Well, no, I was just going to say at the end. So Pedro is about to do his like presidency speech, and he goes up and he tells everyone that he's going to make the, all of their wildest dreams come true. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> hilarious, and uh, he doesn't get much of a reaction. But it's Napoleon who steps up and he does this crazy dance on stage Mm -hmm. that makes everyone go wild. And I think I'm assuming Pedro gets gets voted as president. No, I mean, I I don't remember. I I, I assume he. I don't think they really clarify. It's just kind of him. Yeah, I don't think they clarify. Yeah. Maybe we just stop paying attention. Um, It's just like it's like a very iconic scene. Um, Everyone always talks about the dance that he does. I mean, it was, it was, there was a lot of dance, um, related obsession in this movie in the sense that like there's earlier, he, they, there's the sign language dance, um, 
there's like a press oh yeah that was funny yeah so there's a there was a lot of he prides himself in being a good dancer so anyway when this this right. final thing is of the dance yeah i mean it was iconic at the time and watching it now you're like i mean yeah it's great i can see where the hilarity was 15 years ago or whatever but at the same time i'm like what the heck <laughs> a lot of this movie like truly i actually lied to you when i said that my first note was about the credits. My first note actually is me saying, I'm kind of nervous going into this because <laughs> I really didn't know what to expect. I truly have not seen this in a very long time. And I kind of yeah. had a feeling that not that it wouldn't hold up, but that it, it would make me feel very nostalgic, but also like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why did we I know. think this was the funniest? thing and i do feel that way and i know that's with the dance too like it's um and that's no judgment on the filmmakers or john heater or anything because they did incredible they obviously did the correct thing they this shot them all into stardom um and yeah this was huge for them they did it perfectly timed it was the perfect time to do this perfect year everything but I'm watching it and I'm like, now I'm like, oh, thank God I saw it then and loved it then because now I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like uh, Little Miss Sunshine came out like the year before. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that movie, they do a funny dance. Right. And I found that scene to be like way more uh, satisfying to watch. This one, I'm just kind of like, okay, it's like the same thing, except like it's not like Napoleon's whole arc was like leading up to this i don't know i don't know if i'm making no any i sense, know what you mean. but I, I felt it was just like it was just like okay he's dancing like he feels good about his dance moves and like has no social awareness about how bad he actually is at dancing or maybe he's not even that bad of a dancer he's just awkward i guess but truly this, i don't know it was fine there's something that i kind of see in the sense that you just this just clicked in my head while you were saying that i did a school project in grade nine where we had to do this is so stupid but it was family studies and we had to do a project yeah. on different um vitamins sort of like um like zinc and iron and like the periodic nutrients. table no 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 nutrients that are in food oh okay. and i had zinc with my friend we had to cover that and most people did presentations but as i've mentioned before i hate a presentation so i would find a way to make a video so we made a video yeah, same. and we filmed it and put it in front of class. Anyway, at the end of the video, it's about zinc. So we did a thing about fish or whatever the fuck zinc is involved. I don't remember. And <laughs> yeah. the credits of the film, which is, by the way, two people because there were two of us. We put on uh, the proclaimers. I would walk 500 miles and just dance for the whole song. <laughs> and that's a long song. So our video was probably. Yeah, 10 minutes when it was supposed to be three minutes because the whole end part of it is just us dancing and we were <laughs> we were being goofy but we were really like this is amazing like we're gonna get and we got an amazing grade because like whatever <laughs> but it was just us dancing at the end so i would walk 500 miles with benny and june the film benny and june playing on a big screen tv behind us <laughs> but we just like, that's how I love it. I love it so much. And I, I, I don't know how I would ever get that on in a way to post it. Maybe I can find a way, but I know that I have it on VHS somewhere. <laughs> I know it exists. Oh, I would love to see that. I can. I will find it 
somehow. What grade were you in? Grade nine. We were 15 or whatever you are in grade nine. Wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, the other thing I'm going to say <laughs> that you made me think of really quickly, it's a very quick story about Little Miss Sunshine. That is my uncle's favorite movie on this planet. So much so. What, your uncle Rob? Yeah, my uncle Rob. So much so that every single yeah. year for Christmas or birthdays, we would get copies of Little Miss Sunshine. So at one point, like DVD copies. So at one point in my life, I had about five copies of Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> all for my uncle. Why? Why would you just give him a bunch of no. DVDs? It's like the worst gift. Give them to us. Oh, he gave them to all of you guys. Well, like he was like, I. He's like every time he'd be like, I don't know if you've seen this movie, but it's the best movie. You have to watch it. And then the next year he'd be like, I don't know if you've seen this movie, but. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, well, he already gave this to us and yes we've seen it and he literally think that we had seen it for like five years and he just kept giving us <laughs> <laughs> I like five copies of it at once anyway oh my gosh that's the best story yet of this whole podcast okay. just like every year you get a copy a little miss sunshine from your uncle <laughs> that's so good so uh, see what you Anyways, this movie. Um, well, okay, I'm trying to be like subjective. Okay. I think that at the time it was very unique and sort of different. But it was also in the era of like Little Miss Sunshine and Juno, which were all like these kind of like quirky movies that were all about like bright colors, you know? <laughs> right, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that overall the plot is kind of meh, but the the uniqueness of it, I'll give it a seven. Okay. That's fair. Uh, what would you say? But at the time, truly, Carly, I probably would have given it a ten. I loved this movie so much. Now it was it was a struggle to watch. Um I don't <laughs> think it's really its fault. I think that also I loved it so much when I was younger that I overwatched it. So Right. I think we all did. Yeah, and there are a handful of movies that I would say the same thing about where I just, I, you know, dug it into the ground where I just don't enjoy watching them anymore, but it was because I loved it so much. Yeah. This one, I think, is one of those. um, I really think this viewing was just really bad. I think it was like, I would give it honestly like a three or a four. But because, no. no, no, but because of my love, like, I don't think, again, it's not that, it's not its fault. It's because I just, I couldn't even get through it. I was, I've seen it so many times. I'm going to give it an average of six because okay. I'm judging from. You're getting harsh with these ratings, I tell you. I know, but I gave. Uh, You're basically Rebert and Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if it Rupert and Ebert gave this movie. I'm, that's a great question. I would like to know. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. What Rotten Tomatoes? Oh. I bet you it's like a seventy-three, just like a decent you think, you score. Seventy-three on yeah. Napoleon Dynamite or on Rotten Tomatoes? Seventy-one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you were very Woo! wow. The audience score is seventy-four. Well, I'm just on you the ball. You really nailed that. You did a very good job there. Um. Okay. Thank you so much. So let's talk about next week. Wait, who do you have a crush on? My weekly crush. Okay, my weekly crush is so stupid. My friend April got TikTok, and because of this pandemic that we're in, 
even like Instagram, honestly, can't even post enough for me right now. Like I feel like I'm on my phone so much, um, which is not good. But anyway, my point is, is I've been watching so many TikToks. <laughs> and like, yeah, my crush is kind of TikTok. Um, or not TikTok. <laughs> it's a trend on TikTok that I really makes me like just die. It's, um, and my friend April, who introduced TikTok to me, also said that this might be scripted, but I don't even care because it makes me so happy. But it's basically some trend where girls will, um, who have boy best friends, will they put this little video together of like a bunch of times they hang out, and there's always the same song playing over top of it because that's what TikTok does. Um, and they kiss the girl yeah. will kiss the guy, and like on video, and. Yeah. it's like a little awkward like there's no audio of them of what they say or anything but you can see yeah. like a reaction like but a lot of the time they like kiss them back and i'm like oh it's so cute and they're often teenage girls or like young 20s but doesn't that mean aren't they just doing it for for like likes they don't actually like the boy no i mean i don't know maybe but often they're doing it i mean it, i don't know it just makes my heart cake. You're doing it for me. It makes it... I'm sorry. It just sounds a little harsh. Because oh. they're probably going to be like, what does this mean? And they're like, oh, it's for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know the answer. You've ruined my crush. I don't know. My weekly crush is Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> my weekly crush is now dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, well, my weekly crush is Michael Rosenbaum. He played Lex Luthor on Smallville, and he has a podcast, which is probably my favorite podcast right now, called Inside of You. Uh, other than our. Kind of a gross title, but other than Other what? than our podcast. Oh, yes, of course, of course. And, um, yeah, I just really like him as a human being, and um, I've got a crush on him. All right. <laughs> I can hear my, I hope this, like, records nicely, because I can hear my reactions a little bit slower in your audio yeah i guess we'll see i mean i feel like it's been pretty smooth so far well, I but hope so yeah we're about to find yes, out we are oh boy oh boy okay so yeah, yeah next week next week we are watching easy a which i am so excited about because it is such a good movie is that the right one we're doing right am i not wrong? sure yeah oh, i'm only saying that because we did the netflix party for it right yeah yeah so yeah. a couple weeks ago or Oh my god, I don't even know. What year is it anymore? A, a week ago, something like that. Um, we had a Netflix party with a couple of listeners, and we all watched Easy A together. And it was super fun. And, um, I mean, we all know how I feel about Emma Stone. So, spoiler alert, she'll be my weekly crush next week. Yeah, that's what we'll do next week. Easy A. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Canadian Netflix. And it's also probably somewhere else, too. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, me too. It's, it's just fun it's so fun i love it uh okay well my dog is doing something that he she shouldn't right. be doing so i should probably okay. go um but i want to thank my older brothers eric and kevin smale for the theme and song and you can go check us out at teenage dirtbags podcast that's both instagram and on patreon and that is it let us know if you think that this episode was half decent <laughs> because we're probably gonna keep doing it um unless you guys yeah, tell, <laughs> i mean we'll see what the audio is like but let us know what you think do we still banter together a little bit i don't even know our our 
audio might be lagging. Who knows? We'll find out. Hopefully, when we hang up, it's actually recorded. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, Carly. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, little dirtbag. Bye.